Hello, my silly gooses. Welcome back to another edition of the Midweek Breakdown presented by My Two Cents Podcast, hosted by G2. I am G2. I am here to talk to you guys for uh, 10 to 15 minutes about any and everything. Today's episode um, is going to be talking about grief and how one handles it or sometimes you don't handle it. Um, But before I get to that, I do have to pay my respects to... Paul Rubens, better known as Pee Wee Herman, he died at the age of 70. As his team would confirm Monday, the team would write on Facebook, last night we lost, well, we said farewell to Paul Rubens, an American icon, actor, comedian, writer, and producer whose beloved character, Pee Wee Herman, delighted generation of children and adults with his positivity, whimsy, and belief in the importance of kindness. Paul bravely and privately fought cancer for years with his trademark tenacity and wit. A gifted and prolific talent, he will forever live in the comedy pantheon and in our hearts as a treasured friend and a man of remarkable character and generosity of spirit. Now, Paul Rubens, he was an actor, comedian, as it was said before. Um, I first saw this guy as Pee Wee Herman, but then I watched, like, Matilda when I was growing up I saw him as one of the detectives and I said oh snap that's Pee Wee Herman oh snap he's not talking like Pee Wee Herman he's actually talking normal so that made me realize okay this guy just isn't this character he actually is a person because when you're a kid you just think when you see someone like Pee Wee Herman dressing like that and hearing the way that he sounds you just think this is actually him nope this was a guy who personified a character who was in the media as his character and he just perfected this craft that he was able to just be the character so I want to say rest in peace to Paul Rubens and I also want to say rest in peace to actor uh, Angus Cloud or better known as Fesco from Euphoria he died as well on Monday his family would confirm to people it is with the heaviest of heart that we had to say goodbye to an incredible human today Cloud's family said in a statement, as an artist, a friend, a brother, and a son, Angus was special to all of us in so many ways. The family noted that Cloud's father was buried last week, and the actor intensely struggled with this loss. The only comfort we have is knowing Angus is now reunited with his father, who was his best friend. The statement continued. Angus was open about his battle with mental health. And we hope that his passing can be a reminder to others that they are not alone and should not fight this on their own in silence. We hope the world remembers him for his humor, laughter, and love for everyone. We ask for privacy at this time as we are still processing this devastating loss. So I also want to say rest in peace to this man. Um, I got put onto Euphoria legit last year and Fesco was literally one of the actors or the characters that I actually did like from this show because even though he was a drug dealer he was a friend to Zendaya's character Rue he tried to keep her off uh the bender make sure that she tried to stay clean he tried his best for her in her struggling of time and it was just a believable character that you know that there are people out there that even though they're might be doing something wrong they actually are helping someone else that is a friend to them and everybody has that in their life you might not agree with what they're doing business-wise but you go to them and you ask them for guidance you be around them because you know deep down inside they are a good 
kind-hearted human being, and that's what Fesco was in that show, and it just seems that Angus Cloud as well, from uh, the tributes that his Euphoria cast members would put out, they would say the exact same name, same thing, that he was a genuine, uh, kind, and light-hearted human being, so I want to say uh, prayers up to the family, and again, recipes to both Pee Wee Herman and uh, Angus Cloud. Now, floating into the same arena here, grief. Grief is when you're sad and you could be on the borderline of depression state. It's just that when you're just down and out and you sometimes feel rock bottom. And in this grief state, you don't know what to do. You don't know who to turn to. You don't know what to turn to. So you turn to your vices that you're used to or you just don't know because when you're down and out and you're in this grief state you're you're just there your body is there it might be doing everything that it usually does like you go to work you come back home you uh, might play with your kids or you might text your friends and all this type of stuff but your body is doing that because it's going to continue going but your mental state is not all the way there your mental state is somewhere else you can still function as a human being but your mind is just off somewhere there's been times where me personally i have been in some grief states and i don't know it until it really hits me i've been able to move around and do everything i've been doing before and it just seems and it looks normal to people on the outside but on the inside man i am down and out i have been in some grief state and I usually just keep it to myself from time to time until I have to talk about it or when I get on here and I'm able to just talk to you guys and I'm able to just let my thoughts out on certain things and it kind of gets me back into a mood like, okay, I can conquer today, I can do this and do that. But certain people, no, certain people, they lash out at individuals because certain people do are able to see grief on their face. You're able to see it. You're able to see when they're down and out. You're able to see when they're uh, just not being themselves and you want to talk to them and you try to speak to them. And certain people, they might brush you off and say, no, nah, man, I'm good. Everything's fine. and Everything's great. Certain people, they might just lash out at you and just start cussing you out. And it takes a strong person to understand that, hey, listen, they're grieving. They probably just want to be alone. They don't know how to control themselves. They don't know how to communicate what they truly are feeling until after the time has passed and then that person's going to come back to you and say hey listen I was going through this I didn't mean all that and they ask for your forgiveness or they try to just like smooth everything out so again grief people have a lot of ways to deal with grief and I find that the most dangerous way to deal with grief is taking up a vice that is dangerous a la drugs or alcohol because when you're in this state of grief you're down and out this bad and you start drinking or you start taking drugs that's not prescribed to you or doing drugs that is just recreational as in like cocaine heroin all that hard heavy drugs you become addicted in a way 
and also you start using that as a crutch just so you can feel something because you want to get out of this funk that you're in you want to just live and just bury this deep down inside just so you can breathe again and i don't want people to take those vices if you have to have a vice and everybody in this earth has a vice when you're in the state of grief don't pick those don't do alcohol don't do drugs as your vice because a good nine times out of ten you're not going to be able to kick those vices and those vices will lead you down a path of destruction now certain people have been able to kick those vices but those are the lucky ones a lot of people they haven't been able to kick those vices they usually just try to hide it off from their loved ones or they just revel in that vice in front of anyone that they don't care that knows i don't want people to do that i want people to pick a different style of vice i want people to pick a different vice because everybody on this earth has a vice whether it be candy or you go to the movies or you spend money on um music a lot or you spend money on uh vacations all these type of things pick a different style of vice and don't do the drugs and alcohol route because we have seen what it does to people everybody i feel everybody in this world has had one family member or another that has been a victim to that vice and either they've kicked out of it and they got back stronger or they're feeling the effects of that vice now or someone has fell victim to that vice and never made it out and they met their demise because of it and i don't want people to do that as i said before grief is a strong thing it's sadness is a state that could lead you down to the depression style i don't want you to do that the most helpful one i'll say for me is literally talking to someone about it and talking to people about how you feel or what you're feeling the state that you're in everybody has been sad everybody has been sad everybody has been at a low level in their life and i find that speaking to people and asking them how they came out of their lowest point in their lives you hearing them give you their testimony they can either inspire you to say hey if they were able to get out of that spot i'm able to get out of my spot or either b they can lay down a foundation to show you hey here's what i did here's what you can do and they can start giving you some pointers or give you some steps to be on the right path to get you out of this funk out of this grief that you're in and with the passings almost literally every single week that we have it seems that people are constantly getting in a grief state and constantly just being stuck in it and i don't want society to be in a stuck in a grief state i don't want human beings to be stuck in a grief state because if human beings get stuck in a grief state we are doomed because as i said earlier you can be in a grief state and still go around at your job and complete your job but you might not do it at a pace that you used to do it or you might not do it in a way that is 
going to benefit you long terms. And that's just the truth. Or if you're dealing with family, your family might see you walk around and just be yourself. But if you're not able to speak to them or they're not able to talk to you because you might come off uh, hostile to them or they might feel you come off hostile or they just might get the vibe that you don't want to speak. They're not able to help you. And human beings, we want to help. We want to help out someone that's like us. We want to help out uh, someone that we care about. And if we're not able to help out our loved ones, or at least try to give out a helping hand to our loved ones because they don't want to talk to us or they give off a vibe, then we start casting someone aside because of them being in that funk, them being in that mood. And again, I said it before, I don't want humans to do that. I want humans to be able to speak and talk with one another about anything. I want people that are in a grief state to talk to someone. Please talk to someone, whether you're a man or female or even a child. Because children, they they can go through some grief states. We have seen children go through some tough things this go around. Way more tough things than I ever had to go through when I was a kid. Hell, they just went through COVID, bro. Some of them weren't able to be around their friends. Some of them weren't able to be, like, getting the education that they were supposed to be getting. Like, kids, they have been through some grief states. And certain adults, they don't speak to their kids about how they are mentally. And I think that's something that needs to be done. Check on your kids. Because sometimes they might be sad and you might just be chalking out to, okay, they're just sad today. No, talk to them. See what's up with them. See how they're doing because they need you. Some of them might not want to talk to their parents because they might feel their parents are going to judge them or their siblings are going to judge them because of how they are feeling at the moment. No, talk to them. Have open arms. Have your open heart. As I said before, we all want to help out people that we love. And sometimes people don't know how to ask for it. Just walk up to them and say, hey, man, I see you struggling or hey, I see you. Come and talk to me. And you extended that all the branch out. And if they don't want to speak to you the first time, just take it as okay. I'll try it again later. And then try it again. And trust me, by you wearing them down so many times by saying that, trust me, they're going to want to speak to you. They're going to want to talk to you because they will always go back to, okay, he or she came and said, hey, I'm here. What do you want to talk about? What do you want to, how are you feeling? And they will speak to you. Trust me, I have seen it happen before and just hold on to that. Just continue doing that and the person will speak to you. But again, grief, serious situation. I think that we're seeing a lot of it happen in the society and I want people to at least try to overcome it the best way that they can. So please, again, speak to everyone that you can uh, speak to, speak to your loved ones, speak to uh your friends, your associates, anyone that you deem important that you feel will listen to you without judgment and try to give you the best advice to get out of the funk that you're in. So I want everyone to please do that. If you're ever in a funk, please speak to your loved ones. Please speak to anyone that you uh, value. And you know what? Even speak to a stranger. Because you know what? Sometimes a stranger can pull you out of a funk and just do it, and your loved ones can't, and just be that way sometimes, but 
again, that's my talk on grief. And now it's time for me to get you guys out of here and play the song of the week, which is Mag Miller's Face in the Crowd. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Have a great rest of your week. I love you guys. Please be careful out there yet again. And again, song of the week, Mag Miller, Face in the Crowd. Yeah. We gonna start this one like this. Driving down the road with a couple more miles to go I'm so close but they don't know Got some freaky hoes and weed to blow Right to clean his clothes My life different from every single kid You know places I go out on my own Hoes stay blowing on my phone But I wanna be left alone Doing shows in four or five cities in a row Hit me with some dough cause they know I'm about to blow Whoa Say no if you wanna lay low, but you look so good, need to get up on the floor. Don't you feel good? Don't you feel great? I feel so fly and I hope you can relate. Got some brand new shoes and a brand new tee. It's the same old dude, but a brand new me. I've been up and I've been down. Thought I was the coolest motherfucker around. But I'm just another face in the crowd I said I'm just another face in the crowd They tell me it's impossible to do it I'd be stupid if I tried But I'm using a maneuver Keep on moving them aside I'm just trying to make some music for the ride Listen to it when you drive Destination you arrive Russell Crowe just a beautiful mind Got talent Imagine what I'll do with some time I'm giving you a high feeling Moving your spine Usually find me chilling up in Jupiter I'm so happy when you mag Some khakis that I'm sag Mom said you can see my ass And she laughed blindfolded on the turnpike hoping I don't crash stashing the weed under the passenger seat OB 16 wheelers don't crash into me people taking pictures when I pass in the street zoom by don't fast in my seatbelt and now you know how we felt don't you feel uh-huh. good don't you feel great I feel so fly and I hope you can relate got some brand new shoes and a brand new tee it's the same old dude but a brand new me I've been up and I've been down thought I was the coolest motherfucker around